All right. So how do you go from coaching couples, doing couples counseling at your church, to now growing a platform of over 40,000 followers online and impacting hundreds of couples' lives around the world? Well, our guests today on this podcast, they'll tell us how they've built their ministry and their business in such a way that they are now helping couples to reignite and spark that intimacy. Let's go. Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them. To me, that's full-time ministry. And did I have to, because that needs is it brings in itself and then I want to provide content and things that help change lives. And I simultaneously want to, to receive a blessing from that. Now here's your host, Kamon Hunt. All right, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. Listen, if this is your first time checking out the podcast, we're here to help you discover your unique ministry, develop it, and develop a plan, and then deploy it out into the marketplace. So we're glad that you're here, and I'm excited to share today's episode and our guests, their story. But before we get there, there are a few housekeeping things I need to make sure I take care of. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please make sure you do. Subscribe on YouTube at Monetize Your Ministry Podcast, or you can subscribe on any podcasting platform on Monetize Your Ministry. Today, we're doing something special. We're recording inside of our special Facebook group, the Monetize Your Ministry community. And that's where we'll be recording the podcast. So if you would ever want to ask your questions to the guests that are coming on here, join the Facebook group. Look up the Monetize Your Ministry community, and you'll have a chance to not just watch not just hear the podcast, but you get a chance to interact with these awesome guests. Now, I'm super excited to introduce to you and to present to some John and April Nixon. Let's bring up the Nixons. John and April, welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. Thank you. Bro. Hey, How's I like that right? intro. That's a good intro. How do we get on <laughs> there? Like, yeah, how do we get, do we get our on video? Intro? <laughs> I was practicing that. <laughs> now, we're talking about how we get our video in the yeah, intro video package our, at the yeah. beginning. Oh. Yeah. We got. I got to record another one. So after this episode, we'll make sure we do that. All right. So a little bit of introduction. So some of this is like professional, but some of this is just like straight personal. I've known these uh, this couple for over twenty years. Right, over twenty years. We went to school together. Um, we were around. We were married around the same time, mm-hmm. and I've watched them just live out the fullness of who they are. And because they've done that, they've helped people to live out better marriages and better relationships. So I'm glad to present to you today, John and April Nixon. So John and April, I asked you this question before as you were as we were getting prepped. What is something about John and April Nixon? Um, it can be individually, it could be both of you together, that people would be surprised to learn about you. So the reason, the reason it's hard is because we're so transparent on the right. show. We've told everybody pretty much everything about us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's see. Um, I think we've said this before, but I mean, we are serious foodies. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if that's a good one. But it, but we're such foodies that, you know, um, we'll do food in any kind of way. Like we like eating. I, I think our favorite place to eat food is in the bed while we're watching Netflix. And people are like, ew, but we eat in the bed. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> and we like authentic oh. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your favorite? So is there a favorite type of food that you guys like? April's we, different from mine. Yeah, I really love sushi. Okay. Like I thought you were gonna say your yeah, Thai's your favorite cuisine. Favorite, but but lately I've really been sushiing it up. Yeah, my favorite thing of all time to eat of all time Come on. is oxtails. Really? <laughs> yeah. John, I thought you were a vegan. Anyway, that's that's another podcast. So, that's, so that's the thing. I will actually come out of vegan retirement for oxtails. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right. So you guys um have been married for how long? Tell the people how long you've been married and just a little bit about even how you got into couples coaching. Hmm. Let's see. We've been married for almost 23 years. Yep. It'll be 23 years in December. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, we're a month ahead of you guys. Really? Is that it? Yeah. November wow. 24th. No okay. Way. And we're December 17th. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know. What, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. I, I knew you guys were around the same year, but I yeah. thought maybe, um, I don't know why I thought we were ahead of them. No, they're ahead of us. Yeah. Wow. We're the best. <laughs> they're the OGs. You are. 
So the way we started couples coaching was like by accident, actually. Um, I'm a career pastor. April's a career teacher. And uh, when I first moved to my very first church, there was a couple who wanted to get premarital counseling. And they asked me if I would do it. And I said, yes. And they were old enough to be our grandparents, by the way. Yeah, that's true. They actually were. They were. Yeah. yeah. They, they had both been married before. Um, and like one of them, their previous spouse died and the other one like got cheated on, something like that. And they ended up um, meeting each other and liking each other and uh, wanted me to do their counseling. Well, the first night that we had them over, we just had them over to get to know them. And April made food for them and stuff like that. We sat at the table and did our whole thing. And uh, it was really just to warm them up to me. But at the end of the session, the wife-to-be said, uh, is April going to be here for the next session? And I wanted to be like, that wasn't even a session, but I didn't say that. I said, uh, I don't know. Do you want to be here for the next session? And, 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 and then the husband to be was like, oh, man, that'd be great if she was here, too. And April said, yeah, I guess I'll be here. And so uh, we that did our it. very first session together. Yeah. And April gets bored easily. So the way that I was doing the sessions was kind of boring her. She was like, why don't we add this activity or why don't we do that? And so like her creative sort of elementary school teacher thing came in and it made this perfect sort of balance of, you know, theological background with like practical, um, you know, activities that made it fun. And so we just kept doing it together from then on. And, and it's been literally yeah. 23 years of that that was by accident yeah <laughs> and so April, you kind of just got drafted into this whole thing then yeah that was not planned i i was and i still am but i was extremely shy back then so that was like out of the question you can't mind. say you're extremely shy still right i said i was no I you said you said, said i still am I'm still i was shy, you said no 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 you said i, said I, I you was, said I was extreme, still am and they said extremely still shy. Am, but i was extremely shy i'm still <laughs> shy but not extremely that's what i was talking. okay all right, did all you right. get that Kimo? i got i got it Thank i got you. it so we, um, like, we like to mix <laughs> levels to this we, we like to mix it up on the show live yeah. so you can yeah. know you know what i'm saying we're yeah there's levels real people shyness yeah so um I I didn't, you know, I never wanted to be talking in front of people like that unless they were kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Cuz that's what I did. So mm -hmm. I I I never thought that I would be doing this. Right. Or would have said yes to that. Mm -hmm. Like I I normally would have been like no way. Mm -hmm. But because we were right there in front of them I was like I guess if mm -hmm. you want me to. I mm -hmm. didn't want to tell them no right there, you know. But you know, it was something that God obviously wanted us to to do. And he knew how we needed to get started. And that was it. You it know was, how they it say easing into it for me. He yeah. had to ease me into it. I was just going to say, you know, how they say hindsight is 2020. I actually mm -hmm. don't think April would have ever deliberately agreed to that under normal circumstances, almost like God orchestrated it to make it so that she would kind of have to fall into it. Right. Cause she would have never right. deliberately been like, yes to that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But Which I'm is great. And she's and she's the most it. she's the most amazing part of the team. So it's like right. if she wasn't there, I mean nobody would care about John and April. It would be just John. It would right? just John. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Um, John, as you you're saying it, if you had asked April, hey, can you join me on, on my couples counseling, couples coaching, what April, what what would have been your response if John had just asked before this this person asked you in the session? I probably would have been like, I don't know, I don't think I want to do that, babe. Or right, right. no way, you right, know, right. because I just I don't know. I was really shy, mm -hmm. and you know, I don't know. And I was really young. We were only twenty two at the That's time. That's the other thing. We were, so that yeah. was even. Yeah, April had just I mean, turned twenty two in January, so yeah. we got married in December. January 24th, April turned 22. These people came to us probably in January. She might have actually still been 24 with the first I mean, first we day. had only been married for a few months. Correct. We hadn't even had our car accident yet. Wow. Which That's a good point. Seven months after That's we got a good married. Point. So we hadn't even had the accident Yes. Yet. Yeah. So yeah. It, we were literally like three, four months married. Right. And <laughs> I was 22 years old. These older people, I, I was yeah, not. No way you would have said yes to that. You know, there's yeah. no way. Right. There's no way. Yeah. 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 You know, this is before, and by the way, April and John, as young as they look, they're the parents of two teenagers. Okay, so, I mean, this is... One's in college, you know. to be Yeah, no, right. Whatever they're drinking, whatever they're eating, we just need to make sure everyone else gets that. Whatever I'm drinking and eating is not impacting my beard color, though. That's what I needed to do. I, I needed to change my color. Full of color in that thing, man. Nobody would know. They'd think, oh, it's a teenager. You just want to be bald. But you brought up something, which I really wasn't... I didn't even think about this, but... I always think about you two as this is a 
fun couple. They love life. They've I've always watched you guys enjoy each other's company. I remember John was playing flag football. April's on the sidelines cheering him on. You guys were always having fun. But one of the things that people, I think one of the misconceptions when people look at couples like yourself who are out front, when we look at your social media, it's always very upbeat. Because people don't see that you guys have gone through challenges, right? You mentioned the the car accident, right? Mm. That was major. And then there were some mm-hmm. other health challenges. Yeah. Just talk about that in terms of couples um, that we think the people who are happiest in their relationships mm. have not gone through anything. And I know we're going to get through, get to your ministry and your mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But just talk about how that has even shaped what you do and how you even work with couples. I think... Um it's helped us to be more transparent. No question. To be able to say, you know, it's not all roses and chocolate candies. Exactly. You know, you're going to have some hard times and, you know, here are ways you can get through it because mm-hmm. we've been there. Kind of mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that that those experiences helped us to be able to say, you know, life is hard, mm-hmm. you know, even though you and even though you can still have a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even through that, you mm-hmm. know, and here are ways, you know, so I think I think this helped us with that part of our definitely that part of our ministry. No question about it. So the two things you're referencing, well, there's really three things that we talk about all the time that we think really tested our marriage. Mm-hmm. The first was the accident, which happened seven months into being wow. married. Um, very quickly, I fell asleep at the wheel. April was in the car. My brother and his girlfriend at the time were in the car. Uh, we went over a like a cliff. It was a 30 foot drop at 80 miles an hour and we should have been dead and and we survived. So that was a big deal. Um, We've been pregnant three times, but we only have two children because in between the first and second pregnancy, we lost a baby. And that was a very trying time for Mm -hmm. us as well. Uh, That was year six, I guess, because John was born in 2005. Julie was born in 2007. Mm -hmm. So I guess 2006 Mm -hmm. in between there. And then the third thing was uh, I found out I had cancer at age 32. So that was about 10 years into our marriage because we got married and I was 22. John was five, Julie was three. Yeah. So all three of those things are the things that really, I think, here's the thing I think it did for us. And it just came to my head just now. Uh, It's going to sound weird. I think it gave us street cred Mm. and it made us feel like we could be open about something. I'll tell you why. You know, April and I are both pastor's kids. We're both teacher's kids too. Our parents weren't rich by any stretch of the imagination, but we did not grow up poor. Um, We don't have the kind of past that the people that you look up to had. You know what I'm saying? Uh The people you look up to are the ones that had hard times growing up and then they they somehow, you know, uh, rose above it and that kind of thing. We don't have that kind of story. And so it seemed like our marital journey began with crisis, wow. like seven months. Everybody knew, listen, everybody who knows us knew we were getting married when we went to Oakwood my freshman year, my, my sophomore year, her freshman year. We, everybody knew. They called us the, the Nixons all the time. Yeah, they called us the Nixons back then. Yeah, and I'm saying, <laughs> we weren't, weren't even married. We, 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 we dated for three and a half years, and that whole time people just knew because we just clicked. And so everyone would say, I think, you know, your story was written beforehand, and it was supposed to be sort of, you know, easy, you know, no problems. I, I think the accident Gave us yeah, secret, and, and I don't even think I have told all of the been even fully transparent with that, right? Because it was so deep. There was a lot, and it lasted for years. Oh yeah. So that was, and for it to be seven months, and we were twenty, twenty two, twenty three. I mean, we were so young, we didn't even know how to, you know, like process process it. it. Yeah. But the other yeah. thing was, we were so young in our relationship as a married couple that right. we didn't have like years of experience with each other to draw on to be able to like rise above that it was it was it was tough it was like um like kind of the bottom i mean i i would actually say the miscarriage and the and tell me if you agree with this the miscarriage and the cancer were almost easier to deal with because of the tough time we had with the accident. You know what I'm saying? It it almost prepared us for that. It made it like it was like a piece of cake almost. Like cancer was really a piece of cake because that was like 10 years in. It was like no big deal. No, but seriously, when you first get married, you're thinking, I mean, we we waited five years to have kids. So, you know, we're like, you know, we could have been living the life. And not that we weren't, but (laughs) it, it really was 
after that, that was tough for some years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was the time. And I talk, I actually do talk about this. It was a time when I felt lonely in marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say you did too. I did. I, I, I wouldn't have described it that way at the time, but right. We, we didn't know at the time. And then, because we can say back then now, right. <laughs> back then, you know, you weren't really going to therapists. It nah. wasn't talked about now. Yeah. Mental health mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Nah. We we that wasn't even heard of. We needed them though. And we, we didn't even know the words mental time. health. Right. Yeah. But we <laughs> needed that and we weren't getting it. Yeah. So we kind of were just dealing with it alone mm-hmm. separately. Yeah. Not alone as a couple, but alone separately. So, so I, I I would say the joy that you see that we have with each other on camera uh is real, but it was born out of hard times. I, I actually think that um, the people who have the greatest intimacy oftentimes have lived through the greatest conflict. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. conflict is like the, the, it's like the road to intimacy. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. anyway, so we, we, we tell couples all the time, like, don't shy away from it. Don't run from it. Don't be scared of it. Um, on the other side of conflict is, is a deeper intimacy than you probably would ever have just by, you know, trying to push past stuff or act like nothing's there or whatever. But I would say that it's because we, God, and I'm not trying to, you know, hint anything, but it's just true. It's because we got premarital counseling that we were able to have tools. No question. Like, even, and we still didn't know what we were doing. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah. we had something to turn to and we had people to turn to because yeah. we did turn to our counselors and say, we hey, did. can we talk to you guys? Yeah. You know? You're so, number one. We were having some issues that would not go away. We went back to our premarital counselors. And we, by the way, this is why we do a one-year check-in with all of our people. So anybody we do premarital mm-hmm. counseling with, they get six weeks with us, and then we give them a one-year check-in that they can use at any time during their first because year of marriage. Needed that. We needed that. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was yeah. like, and we just needed that one time. Mm-hmm. And it was like they just mm-hmm. gave us some clarity. That was like okay, and it was like okay, we can do this. There's because nothing once wrong you're with us. In it, you need some. Sometimes you need some once you're in it. No question. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our guests today are John and April Nixon. They are marriage coaches, couples coaches, and uh, as you guys are sharing, one of the things we talk about on this podcast is how you find how you find what your ministry is. And a lot of times we don't look through the things that cause us pain, mm-hmm. the difficult parts of our story, the challenges we have as a part of us finding that that thing that God has shaped us to do in this world. And you guys are evidence, right? You, there is something that has been planted in you, but this, this has been pressed out of you through the conflicts, mm-hmm. through the challenges, through the obstacles, just, and I think sometimes we run away from our painful experiences, not realizing God redeems those to use them for us yes. to, for, for them to help someone else. Right. So true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I think there are a lot of things that we've gone through that have spoken to other people's pain in a way that instead of just sympathizing with them, we can actually empathize. Yeah. Like we know what it feels to go through that particular thing. So yes. anytime somebody talks to us about losing a baby, we're like, yeah, we've been there. Mm. And we're not we're not trying to say we know exactly how they feel. Right. But, but we get it. And yeah. and immediately I notice something that happens in the, the eyes of the people that are talking to us. They they come in there like in despair. And then the moment they realize, oh, someone else has been through this. It's like, oh, wow. OK, I'm not alone. It, it's it's a huge it. comfort just to know it's I'm not the only person who's gone through this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And sometimes yeah. even if we haven't necessarily gone through their situation, the fact that we've gone through something. Right. Helps. Yeah. And when we say to them, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. This couples go through this. Yeah, then we have people like, coming to us about this all the time. Yeah, they're like, oh, like, oh, wait, wow. we're not, we're not <laughs> yeah. the only ones. I mean, there's so many couples out there that feel like they're the only ones that are going through that. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as we say you're not the only ones, couples go through this all the time. It's like a light bulb, like, mm-hmm. whoa, mm-hmm. oh man, okay, we can, we can get through this. Mm-hmm. And so that's why sharing your story is so important. Some, yeah. I mean, some people don't want to tell their business, you know, they don't right. want to, yeah. but, but sharing your experiences actually can help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys said something there, something there, right? You people want to feel like I'm not alone, and and I, that is so key, and that's why you need to share your story. April, you said it perfectly there. So I want to transition a little bit. You guys, you know, you guys have been coaching couples um, as you're going through your ministry. People have been asking you, "Can you help us prepare for marriage or help us during our marriage?" Like, kind of talk to me. Uh, there was there's going to be an inflection point, but talk talk to us about 
like what are some of what what was what was the demand for your time for your services looking like and what were people asking you to do for them um as you've been as you were growing you know what this ministry is it's kind of crazy actually so we began doing this obviously i was doing it as a pastor so i was doing it for free for my members mm -hmm. and so it was just you know one of the things that i do because i'm a pastor um we moved to durham north carolina that was in 2008 and it was like a young adult church because uh you may know this duke university is there yeah. um right close to there is university of north carolina which is in chapel hill not that far and then there's um uh, north carolina state which yeah, is what, in what raleigh do you call that area it is like a, they call it the triangle. triangle they call it the, the research yeah. triangle, research triangle. Yeah. 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 yeah that's where we were we were there for five years area. it is a very nice area yeah. uh very yeah. underrated actually oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah i've been there once it's really oh, nice. Yeah. really yeah, yeah. Good, nice. good combination of like not too slow but not too fast yeah great place to raise kids oh it's so nice and what was so great about it for the for the church we had like all of these kids that were coming there for medical school for uh duke uh they would go to dental school at unc um so there was just a lot of that so we had all these like marriage age people we probably did like 100 weddings i mean i don't know how many it was but we did so it many so <laughs> it was at least much. 50 50 so, and right. five years tell, and we would have them you know now that we are doing a lot of zoom it's zoom now but right. but we would have them come to our house yes i mean we had couples stay the weekend right so that they could get because we now, did now a, the weekend thing we was actually like in atlanta weekend. no it was there too did it oh oh no, yeah we just started atlanta. to atlanta that's true, yeah yeah, yeah. We, they so would we, come to our house once a week for six weeks we yep, would serve them we food we would sit at our dining room table <laughs> it was it was i mean it was a whole thing. oh yeah we were spending all kind of money but it was a real experience and it was nice but that I think created a demand because people would say how good their experience was. Yes, and they would yeah. tell somebody else. So we moved to Atlanta for our next district, and it was like even was, more young adults. But we got busier because Atlanta's bigger, yeah. traveling way more to work. Kids were and older. All that kind of stuff. Kids were older. It was harder for us yeah. to really do it. So we turned the six weeks into a weekend boot camp. We were about like to actually we were, we were about to stop doing counseling. We, <laughs> we couldn't do stop. it. But we said we got to keep doing. It. We love this so yeah. much. So we're like, let's do um it was like two sessions of time. Three three nights. Three, day, three yes. nights. Yes. And so we had couples come and stay with us for the yes. weekend right. so that they could go through I mean crazy. people come wow. from out of town. They come yeah. stay with us. We, right. And I mean these aren't and it's not it's not like friends i mean these were sometimes they were just people who weren't necessarily close to we knew them but mm -hmm. um but this is where we started having couples that were outside of the church correct and the reason why two, two reasons number one um atlanta has a bunch of churches but for some reason we were like the only ones doing premarital counseling so uh, pastors don't have to do it it's not like it's part of your job description we right. just loved it so much we said we keep doing it so people were going to their pastors and their pastors were like i don't do it but I hear John and April do it. Or <laughs> or it was that a pastor, because I think it was a one or two that might have been doing, but they liked the idea of a husband and wife. Correct. Right? So that both perspectives are there. Correct. Um, I do think that, that was a, that's a plus for oh, yeah. couples. No question. And so um, and then these young couples would be telling their friends at work. And then the friends at work would be like, hey, can you hook us up? That's when we started getting so, people outside of church, people that had nothing to do with us. Right. It was just their friends with somebody else mm -hmm. who said, I got a really good person to help us with our marriage. You guys probably want this. And so that's when it started changing. And eventually we were kind of like, man, uh, we're mostly counseling people who we're not affiliated with at all. We probably should be charging them. Wait, so up, up until this time, we were not people charging. are, you are not charging anyone? Nobody. Coming you know. to your house. Stay, oh, yeah. People. <laughs> Spending real money, Kimo. No, really. Like for real, we, for real. We are hosts like to the max. That's like, like our a house thing. was actually like, a uh like a, a bed Airbnb. and breakfast <laughs> no, yeah, you, really. you invented airbnb right <laughs> seriously like we go right. out of town people would stay at our house we're yeah. not even there right right <laughs> it was like our kids grew up having people in the house all the time they're just wow. used to it yeah <laughs> so um yeah so and, we move here yeah we move here that was in 2018 mm -hmm. and that's when we said you know what we probably need to start charging people so so wow. we did Mm -hmm. and uh, and we were encouraged to do that by other people like why aren't you guys charging yes like, they were charging they were saying you they were guys do so much work yeah. Yeah. and we would put we we didn't come we don't come halfway no Try so to be professional we're putting it. in a lot of work and so what happens is when your life starts getting busier and busier you realize wait a minute time is money you that's know? right <laughs> <laughs> like we can't just take this time out anymore and so yeah. we actually said we weren't going to do it anymore 
Right. We went back to that. So we we've, did. We've always gone back. We're not doing it anymore. And then it's like couples would reach out and they would tell their story. And they were like, oh, let's just do this one couple. And then another couple come. So much, right? And so we realized we have to make this something that can work for us and mm -hmm. that can be a part of our lives because mm -hmm. we get so much joy mm -hmm. in doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so then was born the podcast thing. Nice. Yes. Okay. I want I want to get to that. One of the things I want to just point out to people, you guys did free with excellence, right? That's that's ministry, just doing free with excellence. Yes. And understand, even if you're not being paid by people while you're doing free, still do with excellence because exactly. it's still growing. One, it's defining who you're going to be whenever you start getting paid. Mm -hmm. It's going to yes. define that. But it also just begins building this level of goodwill in people that eventually when you say, hey, I have a price, people are like, listen, these folks have been helping folks. They've helped me. You got to go to them. So just just want to say to someone, if you might be doing something now, helping out for free, you know, don't do it halfway. Just do as the best job that you can. And so that whenever you decide to begin charging, like people will have had such great experiences with you that they'll, they'll be happy to pay and tell others to pay for your services. That's right, Kimon. And part of the reason is because something we've seen that everybody already knows, I think, is the most effective way to get better and more customers is really word of mouth. I mean, I mean, I mean, we, we've advertised before, we've done all these different things and nothing has worked more effectively than somebody having a great experience with us and sharing that with somebody else saying, yo, you have to go to John and April, here's why. So coming with excellence all the time is always gonna pay off, even if it just gets you a really good reputation for not you know, slacking. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm absolutely. saying? Even if, even if you don't get actually paid from it, I think yeah. it's better than than the opposite, which is, uh, they were all right. In fact, yeah. I, I'd rather you say I was terrible than, uh, you know, right. I, I don't know why. I'd rather, you know, right. <laughs> rather be hot or cold. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> Andrew Francis says, what you guys did, that's a boss couple move right there. Uh -huh. So, so we, okay, so now we're going to move online, right? We're talking okay. about YouTube and whatever, and we're going to kind of get to the social media, but I think there's some steps in between. And then we'll talk about where you guys are going next. So yeah. talk to us about you decided to start a YouTube channel. Why? What's the purpose? Kind of talk to us about that. So I just kept having this. Well, when we were at when we were in Atlanta, we had a couple of young couples come to us and say, you guys have to start a YouTube channel. We did. We did something at church. We did this. I think it was like an interview. Yeah. Somebody church, interviewed somebody us. Somebody interviewed us. And after it was over, they were like, you guys have to start a YouTube channel. If you did, this would be great. And we, we were like, no way. Like, <laughs> we are not YouTubers. Like, no way. We're not doing that. Right. We, we actually told them no. Right. And they were like, no. So they kept, 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 kept on. And so uh, they were like, we'll help you. And of course, they didn't because right. everybody's so busy. Yeah, but they yeah, were right, like, right, we'll right. help you. Right. And so we were like, mm, I don't know about this. So finally, um, I think we, uh, you know, the Onyx family. Mm -hmm, uh, Rita and Martell yeah. and their family, they were always trying to, they had been in, trying to encourage us for years. They, they did. And uh, we were like, no, we're not YouTubers. That's not our personality. We don't do that kind of thing. And so I'll never forget, um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we were on FaceTime with Rita and Martell. Maybe. And we were talking to them and they said, um, I think they said something like, guys, have you ever thought about a podcast or something like that? And we were like, wow, the people at church are saying the same thing. And so that's when we were like, well, maybe we should look into to podcasting. We didn't really know much about it. But you I, know, as I, far as I think what what April liked about the idea of podcasting was there'd be a microphone in front of our faces and, you know, just just something <laughs> yes. to hide behind. You know what I'm saying? I need to hide behind. Yeah. The mic. <laughs> and, and then and then she said it won't be live because, you know, we, we were mm -hmm. learning how to do like editing and stuff like that. She said, well, as long as I can edit things out, I'm OK with that. So we would record these podcasts. And then we would edit them. And actually, April would be the one that would edit them because she was really, she ended up being really good at it. It still is the best editor in the family. By the way, all four of us edit. Me, April, and John, Julia and Julia. actually is the best. Julia's probably the best. She's That's true. Really, really That's true. Good. She's good. But anyway, April, April was the best for a long time. And I think part of the reason is because she really, really cared about presenting mm -hmm. a perfect finished product. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. And I wanted it to be just right. Yeah. But it was taking hours out it of our life. Hours, yeah. not even that. Was it much. wasn't even just right. Now that I go back to it, I'm like, oh my goodness, that it was, was so terrible. Bad. Right. But <laughs> at the time, I think I just was afraid. I, you know, I had a fear of messing up. Mm -hmm. 
because that's my that's my issue. I want things to be just right. Mm -hmm. And this actually helps so much because we kept listening to, I don't know if you've ever watched Sean Connell. Connell? Connell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's he, he's really good, especially for first time YouTubers and helping you through. And he kept saying, you have to just start. Who cares? You have to just start. Even if it's not good, you have to just start. I'm like, how do you do that? What do you mean? I, I can't even think like that. And so we, we, we did it. We finally said, okay, let's just do it. And we did get help from somebody from our church in Atlanta. His name is Sean Craig. Sean Craig. He was like my AV guy. Uh, he actually has a really dope channel now. Uh, yes. He's, he's, and TikTok as well. His TikTok oh, yeah, is, he's, is amazing. He's amazing. But he, he showed us, he told us like the first lights we should buy, um, the first he microphones. He helped us come up with the name Just John in April. He did. He came by the house I mean, and we went through this whole thing. He had a meeting with us yeah. for free. Right. And we just sketched out what it could look like right we wow. hadn't even and th and that was in atlanta right we didn't start till we, we moved to maryland yeah. so this is before all of the stuff we see all the mics all the switchers all yes. this stuff. <laughs> that's true that but he is one so that we go to now. to find out what to buy wow. right but right. um which by the way john and april are the people i go to to figure out what to get. <laughs> but notice we have the same microphone that's true when You're i have right. any issues that's who i call so wow oh, okay yeah. um so I just, I continued to have this thing, like it kept bothering me. You need to do this. Y'all need to start this. And, and John was like, um, he was really like, mm, I don't know about this. And on my 40th birthday, yeah, John at this got point, me a camera. At this point, it was really April's thing. Yeah. Cause I was like, I, I just, I mean, it was like dreaming about it, it was mm -hmm. constantly on my heart. Mm -hmm. And then John bought me a camera and that was it. That's mm -hmm. where it all started. Once he got the camera, we were like, we're doing this. And um, I was able to put aside my wanting things to be perfect and just say, okay, let's just start. Mm -hmm. And even though we were editing, it still wasn't perfect. And I was like, okay, Sean, you know, encourages us that we should just do it. And I think that's the key. You got to just do it. And I'm learning that now. And now we can do live. I can mess up. And I'm like, oh, well, it's, right. not, it's really not that deep. Right. But it took, it took some time to get used to um, being okay with making mistakes and it not being perfect and um, your words not coming out right. And now I can say, mm, I forgot what I was going to say and, and not feel so <laughs> like the world has shattered <laughs> over that. Um, so anyway, that's where it started. And we did our first episode. And it's so funny because we did our first episode. It was really bad. And we had she kept saying how bad it was. And I was like, babe, who cares? Let's just post it. She said no. And she had this really, I think, good instinct. She said, I'm going to show it to my sister. So she showed the episode to Kim and Kim and said, she was like, it's really bad. Do not post that. Do not. <laughs> so yes. we switched it up. So we added something to it and we connected the beginning yep. to something we added. And yep. that ended up being the first and, show. And it ended up being pretty good. And people started watching and they were excited about it. And it was like, oh, man, we've been waiting for this for a long time. All of our Atlanta folks were like, we're really proud of you guys. And the thing we had no idea about, this is 2019. Bro, we had no clue that right around the corner, was about to be this huge pandemic that was going to push us all and keep us all at home. We had no idea. Yeah. So we're learning this skill. We are literally getting painstakingly good at um, um, YouTube and, and Final Cut Pro and all these different things. So now January 2020 hits and this convergence of things happens. We already have this thing that we're good at with, you know, um, uh, counseling, right? It's already a right. coaching. We already uh -huh. have been doing that for 20 years now. And then at the same time, now all of a sudden we know how to use cameras and things like that. We're like, people started asking us, do you do virtual counseling? We're like, actually, we don't. But yeah, we're like, no, we don't. It's not the best. But but it needs to be in person. Now we don't know we, we, we don't know where we're going back to in person. So we're gonna start doing it. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> well, we have to. And then we realize we can do this. Yes, and it yes. does work well. It works and, amazingly well. Um, it's convenient for couples because yes. you know, usually they're not together. Yeah. Right. That's you the other have to leave your homes. Right. And so, and then we um, we got with this guy named Heinz Kim something, something guy, Kimon Heinz. We found out that what Kimon was doing, and Kimon literally took us to another I level. Mean, Our junk just Kimon, went like nuclear. You no, know what you I'm saying? really, you really did take you. You did. You took so, us to another level because we were we really were at a uh, we were at a place that we couldn't move from that spot. It was a own. hobby still. Yeah, we couldn't move from that. It didn't become spot. a real business until we got with Kimon. That's just bottom line. Yes. And I think the one thing that Kimon helped us with that I think people need more than anything else is the confidence 
that what we that had to offer something. was something that people actually wanted. Exactly. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just <laughs> that alone, because you did way, way more. Well, yeah, than of that. course. But just that alone, <laughs> because I doubted the whole time that we had something right. good enough for right. the masses, as you, you know, not right. that, you right. know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like we do now. Like, right. I can confidently say, even though we don't have the masses, <laughs> right. we, I feel like we have something that could benefit right. a lot of people. Right. And because of that, we're willing now to step out a little bit more mm -hmm. out of our comfort zone, mm -hmm. which we weren't comfortable with before. Mm -hmm. So I, I do believe you have this way about you, too. Sometimes it's just a God-given gift that you have where you encourage and then when we leave you we're like wow we feel great about just with you talking with us and asking mm -hmm. us questions and i think that's the one thing that we talked about the questions that you would ask us and we would have to think about an answer mm -hmm. man it was like after we were done we would come out of your, your meetings with you like we actually have something that is real something that is beneficial and one thing you made me realize is that even though so many other people are doing this, we have an audience that wants it from us. Right. And that's what made me realize, OK, we can do this for the people that want it from us. That's it. Just because other people are out there doing it doesn't mean that we can't do it, too, and have a group of people that want us. Mm -hmm. And so after you helped me personally realize that, I felt more confident going out there and doing what we're doing. Regardless wow. of the number, I actually, I actually think, I actually think you deserve the most credit, Kimon, for for April. I'm talking about specifically, oh, definitely, definitely. Because you know, I, I'm a pastor, so there's so many things that I'm just doing up front all the time, anyway. So a lot of this stuff is like oh, people aren't even, it's not even a stretch. But what April's doing? Oh my I mean, goodness, if this so. was the classroom, we wouldn't even be talking about, right? You know, right. But because <laughs> it was not the classroom, right? I had to be convinced mm -hmm. that this was actually something. And yeah. you did that, I'm telling you. And so we always say you're part of our team. You will always be, even if you don't listen, want I'm to. Listen, I'm always team Jack. Even if you don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> yeah. Now, listen, I, I appreciate both of you sharing that. And, um, you know, I you I enjoyed, I mean, I still enjoy working with you guys and watching, as you mentioned, April, just the confidence, right, grow. And I think that's that's the same for so many of us, myself included. Many of us, we doubt what we have, right? We look at what other people have. We think, well, this market is saturated. Everyone's yeah. doing this. Everyone's yeah. a business coach, right? Yep. This, this yep. is stuff. Everyone's a coach. Yes. Yeah, because everyone needs a coach. But <laughs> look at all this negative. And I'm so glad that you guys stepped into what you guys had and just who you are and your story and just all of that. Because, because of that, so many lives have been affected, right? And starting with you too, but then so many others, that ripple effect. And it's interesting. Just I'm going to say one part of my part of the story. I remember you guys wanting to to monetize, and you mentioned YouTube, and and there's ways to monetize through YouTube. But I think just coming up with a product, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about this, John, yes. years before, right? How how am I as a pastor mm -hmm. going to charge for a service, right? Mm -hmm. That people expect me to give them for free, mm -hmm. like counseling. We talked mm -hmm. about we'll make a product, like a book. Well, mm -hmm. we can also do a product like an online program. And you guys mm -hmm. put out an online program for couples. And I remember just all of the work, which just we, we, can, t we can tell people the story now. Yes. You guys were like promoting stuff. Hey, and this is all that you're to get. And each week recording, recording, recording. Like yeah. creating the content the week of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's talk about the, the process of creating a product so that you could take what you would do in sessions and and now make it something that people can access it on demand just talk about that a little bit yeah it was exactly oh, what you just said it's crazy yeah. because april was like how are we going to do that like wait a minute <laughs> hold on how are we wait we're going to give them all of that and you were like okay what you do is you you tell them this now and then the when is your first session we're like oh it's next week so well like, we can actually record it this week yeah, we weren't really creating anything from scratch. We this is stuff we have. Right, we just have to but, we just have to record it. But let me tell you, and I was genius, like, oh, that's a good idea. That was a genius idea because because we knew we had to have it done. Oh man, we got, we it, got done. it done. Yeah, right. You know when right. you keep you know because that's we want to write a book, but we don't have no nothing is motivating us to get it done. <laughs> right. There's no but, deadline, right? There's no deadline. right, right, exactly. Yeah, we need no something. Deadline. You know, you know that was a real deadline exactly. because these people had paid. Yes, and they're exactly. waiting on the right, next right, thing. Right. 
So it was <laughs> it was really great. And it helped us to realize we actually do have a product. Right. Like, yeah. you're right. You kept saying, guys, you have all this stuff. Mm-hmm, you have this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, really? Like, right. you, again, you were able to help us to realize what we already had. Right. And then creating a product out of it. Now, what you helped us develop, I mean, Kimon, so we may not be making money on, I mean, we got a little money from YouTube. We got a little money from Instagram, you right. know, of course. Right. But yeah. It's nothing, you know, big, but we did get a little something. We have been getting a little something, yes. but but that's not the real. But that's main not the real main. But the, the being able to go and work with um, a group of people mm-hmm. and bring our product with us. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that has just been. Wow. You know, they're like, well, what do you all have? Wow. And I will never forget our first big one. John was like, I was like, oh man, we don't have nothing. What do we have, babe? We can't take nothing with us. John was like, babe, we have a lot. We have this whole thing. I was like, wait a minute, you're right. And to see it printed mm-hmm. on, you know, beautiful paper, make it into a booklet for the people. Like uh-huh. it was just amazing to see that for the first time. It was like, wow. So I want to say something real we quick about the about the social media thing because a lot of us go into the social media thing because there was a time, especially with YouTube, where YouTube was so lucrative that uh-huh. if you could figure out a way to get in, you could literally if not a millionaire, become at least a thousandaire. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah, you, yeah. you could make serious money and quit your job just by doing YouTube. It's a lot harder now because of the saturation, like you said mm-hmm, earlier. Mm-hmm. But the reason why it's important to still do that is because most people are going to go to your social media to basically see if you're legit. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so when someone, okay, I'll give you an example. April and I just did a cruise. Uh, it was a marriage weekend cruise for a group of people. There were like, I don't know, 20 couples there, uh, something like that, maybe 25. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, it was great. We went to the Bahamas and everything like that. They paid for the whole trip. It, it was a real nice experience. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, and we came with our t- two of our four pillars of total intimacy, which we, which we developed with you. So here, here's the funny thing. Mm-hmm. We already had this concept of stuff that we were doing in our counseling and through a series of questions from you and answers, we realized, yo, this is four pillars. And and this mm-hmm. is really an intimacy thing. Mm-hmm. So we came with two of our four pillars of total intimacy because they only wanted two things for the, for the thing mm-hmm. that we were there. And, and like April said, we had things printed out for them and everything like that. It was beautiful. It was all the stuff that we had already come up with. That person that asked us to do it for them was rec- got a recommendation from somebody else. This person actually wanted a different pastor. That pastor wasn't available on the dates that she had, had. So he said, hey, you should really think about John and April. She said, ah, who is that? He said, go to justjohnandapril.com. Hey, send them to the, or maybe send them to our I YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, whatever. YouTube, something like that. She, he, whatever it is, it's all just John and April. He said it somewhere. She, she was so impressed by our online presence she was impressed by the amount of followers we had. She was impressed by the 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 level of professionalism with the with the stuff. She was impressed about the copy. She called us immediately. So it, it didn't take much more than that. So, so I just want to tell people that even if you're not making millions, thousands, whatever from YouTube and these other things, it's worth That's it excellent. to yes, put actual time is. and effort into it. Because when people want to see, if they want to kick the tires on who you are, you got to have some content out there yeah, that they can good. actually see. And we yeah. spend enough time on our content that it legitimizes us every time. And, and I will, I, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. No, you, gotta, go, you go ahead and I'll, I'll, I'll jump in my question after. No, I was just going to say that um, uh, in order to build your, in, uh, your uh, social media, that takes time. It does. And it takes a lot of effort. And we decided, we decided, um, what was it, last year? I don't know. What were you saying? Last year. Year, I don't know. I think Maybe. two years ago, whatever. What? That we were going to just just try it. We were just going to try to do this every single day. That was two years ago. For, we said three months. That was 2021. It was 2021. Yep. We said just for three months. I was like, babe, we need to just do this. We need to just do three months. And that, like, whatever happens, because everybody, you know, you're watching all these people who are, like you said, coaches and they're saying stuff like you need to, um, you know, you need to post every day. You need to be consistent and all this kind of stuff. But we were busy. It was hard to be consistent. But we say if we can just say it'll be three months, there's a there's a deadline. There's an mm. end date. So you don't feel like you're going to be busy every single day. So, so let's good. just try it. We posted twice a day for five twice days a week. Twice a day for five days a week for three, for three months. 
months. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> I want to <laughs> jump in here. We, 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 we were doing re- we, just and reels. And just reels. Yeah. Just reels. And we, on were, Instagram. and we were determined Yeah. while doing our once a week podcast. Yes. Okay. This is yes. while we're doing our once a week podcast. Yes. We, and we said, we're just going to put stuff out there, even mm-hmm. if it's not the best. Right. You know, Ooh. even, and again, that, that worked on, that, that, that really messed with my personality. Right. Because again, I'm a perfectionist. And mm-hmm. here we are, you know, staying up to two o'clock in the morning, misspelling words <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the caption because right. we're so tired, you know, uh, you know, or whatever. But I mean, you don't even understand. There was one post, Kimon, that we did because we did not have time to do a reel. Right. We didn't have time. I was like, babe, let me just put a picture of us when we were oh, uh, back in the day and a picture of us now. Mm-hmm. With some music. Or With whatever. some music or whatever. Right. That's it. Right. Because that'll be easy. Right. You could just... That thing got like what a, a I million? Don't Something that like that. Our, like, our, like, first, I think it was our first million. Our first million. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That was by accident, <laughs> right? And we got so many followers from that, and it was like I'm talking staying up to two every morning. And I'm not saying that this is great for your health, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, this is not a health. This is not a health. This is not a health. No. But when you say you'll do it for three months, you got to do what you, you got to do. Say okay. I mean, we'd be up two o'clock. In the morning now, now, some, now, sometimes at first we were batch recording. We were doing yeah, everything once a week. On Sunday, yes, and so that was working. Record. And then eventually, life got a, got a, you know, and so it was. Yeah. It was sometimes it would be two in the morning, but it wasn't always like that. So, yeah. so a lot of times it was well planned, and sometimes it wasn't. But we were just determined. Let's stick it out no matter and, what. And let me tell you, the reason why we did this is because I said to John, I said, you know, these people keep saying this, and in our minds, it's like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody says. If you do this, you'll get this many right, followers. Right. Yeah, right. But what we said was, let's try it. It was right. almost like when we did P90X. We were like, you know, we did P90X. Like, you know, we're watching people get these results. And we're like, you know what? Let's just follow it 100% exactly the way. And we did it exactly the way it was It was, It was. was given. And we lost so much weight. We right. were diesel best looking shape good. We've best shape lives. we've ever been in right. our lives. And we really never gone back since then. That was right. years ago. Right. So you know, I we just, said, let's I try jump. this like we did P90X. Right. I got to jump in and, here. Yeah. Because this is, for anyone watching, I think there's some things that you guys are sharing here. I was going to ask you, how do you get to 40,000, right? And it's that discipline of, one, we're going to do this for three months. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, we don't tell ourselves, okay, I'm going to try this for this long before mm-hmm. I quit. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. try it for two days and like we didn't get any followers I don't know <laughs> but you almost gave yourself like the parameters yeah five days a week yeah twice a day yeah five days a week twice a day for three months mm-hmm. and then we'll reevaluate right, right. And I think for, for too many of us that's our issue too many yep. of us my hand is raised like we need to like give ourselves a period of time that I'm going to try this thing be consistent even if I'm not perfect with everything mm-hmm. right. and if you're going to be doing that much volume mm-hmm. you, you it's almost going to be the thing that comes against your perfectionist nature right because if i'm producing so much i can't obsess over each piece yeah. Now, yeah. now 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 yes forty thousand. and those of you who are watching this their hashtag their um handle is on there go to just john and april those of you listening go to instagram just john and april look at some of those reels you guys <laughs> it was it i mean i think especially during the pandemic it was almost like what are they going to come up with next <laughs> i, I want to ask you that like for people who want to grow the instagram and you guys were doing reels when reels were very new yes right, right. kind of tell us for people who struggle with creativity where are you coming up with some of these ideas to to do some of your 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 posts to make really powerful lessons but in very fun ways. Where are you coming up with these ideas? So the very first thing is um, April is already super creative. You know, elementary school teacher, you know what I'm saying? There's already something there. He's always giving me the credit. But she's also an actress. <laughs> That's a very smart man, right? Away. No, I'm being, I'm, I'm just being serious. I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not blowing smoke right now. Everybody <laughs> that knows April knows because she's, like she said, she's shy. So she, you wouldn't know this about her. She's actually like an actress. Like she always does funny voices and is always mimicking somebody really well and just all these different things. And so a lot of the creative ideas really came from her. I had some good ones too, um, but for the most part, it was April. I would say though, that once you start getting into it, your creative juices just start to flow. Mm-hmm. It's like um, you're, you're flexing a muscle and you're building the muscle and eventually it just becomes better. Um, at first it was just us copying other people's stuff. 
we would see another reel and we would say we would never copy it exactly like that we would just say oh yeah, yeah but what we would do is we would take their thing that they talked about and they're talking about like food and we're like, yo, that has that has a that has an intimacy connotation. Right. Let's let's do the same thing, but let's do it for intimacy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so so that that was the real first. That, that's kind of the secret, I would say. If you're already on social media and you're watching a lot of these things, try to see how you can repurpose and reimagine this thing that you're watching that's so funny or so relatable. Yes. See how it can basically translate to your particular industry. If you're like into, you know, computers or whatever, maybe you're doing uh, something with uh, cybersecurity or whatever. I don't know. There might be a correlation between what you're watching about marriage and cybersecurity. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just try to think of it that way. And what you'll find is relatable is relatable. There's certain things that people just connect with, no matter what the actual subject is that you're talking about. And once you find that sort of thing it's like you keep trying stuff this is the other thing by the way we were not scared to try things uh most of the time at the beginning uh, especially in the first two weeks of this three-month experiment we were actually just testing things oh hold on there's a word you just said what experiment it was an experiment that's all it was it was a three-month experiment oh that's it for a lot of us imagine because experiments aren't aren't like pass or fail right right Right. yeah what does this do what will happen yeah yeah Yeah. so we we would so so we had several different kinds of content we had five different kinds of things we would do one of them was like lip syncing it was it was an audio of somebody saying something and we would actually record ourselves moving our mouths to the same thing and then making it an intimacy thing right that was like the biggest one that was probably the most funny mm-hmm. some of it was like skits that we come up on our own uh, other times we would take clips from our um wednesday night episode mm-hmm. and put the words up on the screen with music behind it and have like a message or something like that so we had all these different kinds of things that we were doing and we would just try different things sometimes we would say okay let's put let's put the whole minute of this clip on here well let's try that same thing but for 30 seconds um let's do this kind of song hey what if we did hip-hop instead of um whatever oh this is this is like a surgery thing because one time we put a a clip of me getting my cancer surgery and she talked about how whatever and she put like an inspirational uh there was somebody talking about god doing something in behind it was just it was just experiments bro i mean literally and and we're throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and when something would work we'd say oh the algorithm likes that let's keep doing that and eventually yeah, we figured right. out this is what works. Yeah, and I think looking at your numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. That's good. No, looking at your numbers, like when you see, okay, you know, that didn't really work well. Or, you know, we need to look at that. I mean, one time, at one point, we weren't doing any caps, um, closed captions, I guess. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Where, where the words come up that you say on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And we realized, man, when you don't do that, you don't get as much engagement when you have the closed captions. Because I'm one, I told John, I said, this is what I told him, I said, I want to create reels in a way that um, what I want to watch. Like, right. how, why do I do this? Well, I know when I watch reels, I'm usually watching them muted. Like, it's muted. Yes, you're at work. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, or I just like to do that. Like, it's quiet, and I just want to see what's happening. And 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 so the closed captions help so much. I'm like, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. And and Sean Connell, whatever he he was saying that that's the best as well. Mm-hmm. But we realize, wow, we get more engagement this way. So sometimes you have to sit down and, and, and uh, I guess, analyze your uh, your engagement or the way the that numbers, you respond the to the different types. And yeah. then we say, you know what? People don't really like those. Mm-hmm. But good. you know what? We're going to post those on a day that we don't have time to do something. Right. Yeah. Post That's it good. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, That's I think so we're good. afraid of just posting but not everything's gonna be a home run. Not every single thing's gonna be viral, but that's okay. And I think sometimes we get discouraged when yeah. you only see a certain amount of likes that's or a right. certain amount. Yeah, we don't need that's to so let good. that kind of thing discourage you. Right, right. That's so that's good. Really so I want to ask you all just real quick, John. What's John? And then April, you answer. What was the favorite reel? Uh, your the one that you liked the most? Um, each of you. My favorite reel. Yeah. I can tell you right I now. I know what it is. You Go don't ahead. know. Go. Which one? There's this one of April. She has uh, like glasses, like she's a teacher. Oh, I know which one. I know that. One. And and you yeah, can hear Denzel <laughs> talking in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's basically it's basically oh a reel about uh, 
men being able to know how to stimulate their wives. Yes, I remember really what it is. And, yeah, uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> and so we actually have one of the, we have that pinned. I think. Yeah. If you go to Just we John April right now, we have that particular reel and a couple others pinned to the top. And April it's with April yours. in like a like a like a jacket with like yeah some, yeah like a professor yeah that's my April with yours. Mine is um we're like in the studio and it was a <laughs> oh yeah there's one where she's singing yeah yeah it's it's like it's like it's like one where she's supposed to be in the recording studio um recording a song and it and, was uh um, and the producer keeps cutting off the singer right and he gets frustrated and if we were talking about how you know that happens in a relationship you trying to explain how you feel and your partner keeps cutting you off. Right. It was, right. that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's actually. a good one. Listen, yeah, y'all, she, she acted on that one really well too. <laughs> I, we could, we could, I, I, look, we run out of time, but we, I could bring you guys back and y'all could just give us a whole master class <laughs> on social media engagement. Because I think what you just said here for beginners, like set yourself like a frequency, yep. like how often you're going to do it and for mm -hmm. how long you're going to try it. Yeah. Yes. And then look at your numbers. Yes. Look at what's working, what doesn't work. Don't get discouraged. Like it's an experiment. I'm just putting yep. in the inputs. Yep. And then on the other side of that, which is you guys had a product. So now people are finding you online and you're something that you can offer them where they want more. And I think that is just mm -hmm. a beautiful business strategy. Yeah. And in our last few minutes, because I know we, we're running up on time. What's next for John and April? Give us it in a minute. What's next? What do people have to look forward to next? So what we want to do. Not what we want to do. What we're what going to do. What is right. going to happen. And, and that's another thing. That's another thing. I'm still working on that, Kimon. You help me with that. The whole, I don't know if we can. No, we this might. is what we're doing. I've gotten better. Yes. But I should have said. We might set a date do. right now on Kimon. Go. Just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. John always does that and I cringe. I'm like, do not do that. No, we won't but do that. yeah, I know he we wants to. We won't set a date. I'm just kidding. But we want to do an in-person event. And our Kimon, own John and we want you to be, you know, Listen. we're gonna call you. Yes, 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 please. Yes. <laughs> but Listen, we really do because um lately with the in-person things we've been doing, they've been dynamic. They have yeah, been they really have. so good yeah. and it has just encouraged us. We can do this. Like, right. you know, we don't have to always go to other people's events, we can have our own. And so that's what we really want to do. We already have some people in place mm -hmm. who have said they're willing to help out that are really good in certain areas where we need help. So um, that's our next thing. And let, that's let me just, our next can I just experiment. give you a piece of what we have in mind? <laughs> so, so first of all, we want something that's like a John and April experience. Mm -hmm. There's certain things that we like. Um, we want things to be very high class and well done all the time. But there's a certain experience that we want people to have that we're sort of trying to curate. Um, the way that the lights will look, uh, the kind of music that we'll be playing, the venue that we go to, what we'll all be dressed in. Um, the way that we eat, like, you know, just tables that are like, you know, I don't know, stand up tables with little hors d'oeuvres on them. It's, it's a whole little thing. We're just thinking of an entire experience where it's where it's really about us creating a community of couples that can come together to transform each other's lives, like just to relate to each other. But we want to do it in a way that's like sexy yeah basically i can't think of another way of putting it i was not dancing around the word listen why is he dancing around exactly the word so that april can say it no but but honestly i i would love it to be where in my mind it's where you come to this and you feel like you it's just you and your partner in certain instances not not all the time because we do want to connect right but even you around all these people but you feel like you guys are alone you know and, and so we're trying to figure, we're, we're trying to figure other. out how to curate all that yes, stuff. So, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Stay tuned. Well, for those uh, watching this podcast, whenever this happens, we're gonna make sure we run a special ad on our podcast okay. so that you can you can know about that. And for yeah. now, make sure that you go to. I'm gonna make sure I put it up on the screen here. Go to follow them on Instagram at just John and April. So here it is, just John and April. And your website, say it for us so that those of us who are listening, we can go to it. Same exact thing, www.justjohnandapril.com. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Feel free, easy. Feel free to come. Easy for everybody. And, and we have a free <laughs> intimacy assessment that you can take on there. And there's some other things. We got some uh, classes and some um, online courses and different things on there. So just check it out, see what you think. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Listen, folks, our guest today, I mean, that's the price of admission, just telling us how to grow our social media but in a way that helps us to take some of the stress and the pressure off. So mm -hmm. John and April have been our guests today. Thank you for being on. And those of you listening, take the knowledge, the expertise, all the stuff you learn. Go take your ministry into the marketplace. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kamon Hines. 
For more information, visit our website at www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.